Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we're here at our Istanbul office with Cameron Degen. Cameron, how are you? I'm very well, Alatin. How are you? I am doing very well also. it's um, The weather is amazing. Um, yes. There are really nice positive vibes. And um, things are going great uh, in our office especially. Uh, we've been having um, so many meetings about uh, so many subjects that would concern us. As yesterday, one of my favorite meetings did happen. It was the portfolio meeting. Oh, yes. That's an important one. Right. Where we have seen the market from the eyes of the clients, from the eyes of the people who are interested in Turkey. And we have revised our portfolio strategy a little bit. Um, in that, I said... Since we've done that meeting yesterday, why don't we come onto this table and talk about what is going what to we, be our what we came outlook. up with? Yes, what we came what, up with. Essentially, what we came up right, with. Right. Yes, essentially, yes. what we came up with. Cameron, would you lo- like to talk to us a little bit about our methodology of um, identifying what people are interested in? How does our website act in that? And what do you think as the people are inclined towards uh, these times? For us, To be able to place ourselves in the best position to give the best advice, we first of all need to understand um, what the requirements of our potential clients are. Right. What is it that they're looking for? Why are they coming to Turkey in, in, in terms of real estate investment? Is it a need or is it a want? Now, these two are very, very separate things. For some clients, it's a need-based investment, such as citizenship by investment. Turkey offers a solid citizenship by investment program, which is, relatively speaking, affordable compared Mm -hmm. to many other countries. So that satisfies a need. Mm -hmm. Well, then, you know, what, what, what they want truly is to get the Turkish citizenship, but at the same time, they want to make sure that they have made a viable investment right. that will reward them handsomely and more importantly that will be easy to exit should they wish to exit the market in three to four years time right and then we have another sort of category or client <clears throat> who is more lifestyle motivated they're looking for a home mm-hmm. rather than an investment what we do a lot and as you very well know mm-hmm. is we kind of tend to go with concepts mm-hmm. rather than areas. We, we try to identify what the relevant concepts are for real estate investment, either for investment or for lifestyle. Yeah. So this then requires you to keep a very firm eye on where the real estate market in Turkey is and what the future holds for investors, not just in Turkey, but globally. So having said all that, Um, what we feel right now, the um, forefront concepts for our client base are, is one, urban regeneration city center, low entry level for investors. Mm-hmm. So if we're dealing with a client who gives us the signals that really and truly their main driver is a viable investment rather than an emotional purchase, then we try, we, we, we try to offer city center 
mm-hmm. generally. What are the reasons for that? The way Istanbul grew over the last four decades, um, attracting urban migration from central Anatolia and creating, unfortunately, creating um, inner city ghettos and certain shabby districts. However, with the urban regeneration happening now in Istanbul, and we can clearly see the next five to 10 years, I foresee that Istanbul is going to start playing a very similar pattern to cities like London, cities like New York, cities like Paris, where the city centers are going to be a concentration of um, more expensive properties. You will find a center of Istanbul, center of the city, with the most desirable properties, generally smaller dwellings, not so suitable for larger families, but more suitable for young city slickers and professionals, one, two bedroom apartments. And then as people sort of um, decide to set up families, as, as the size of their families grow, obviously they need much bigger spaces, but guess what? City center is expensive. So maybe affordability may not be there. So they'll start moving out toward the peripheries of the city. Now, what does that mean in five years' time, 10 years' time for an investor coming into the market today? Well, that means that the city center of Istanbul is going to be elevated further and further. Mm -hmm. So urban regeneration, city center, is still my number one advice for investment, purely for investment. Cameron, just to support your argument there, Istanbul, as I see, is pretty unique in that regard because I don't know any other city that is as developed as Istanbul that has this many urban regeneration zones identified within its city center alone. Yes. Once you have a massive center, Istanbul is a pretty big center. It's not a small center. It's 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 um, made up of five, six, if not seven, eight different districts, and and it's a pretty it's it's a place where four or five million people live. I mean, all the way from Shishli to uh, Fatih to Kadıköy to Üsküdar, all of these there places are several are urban regeneration fact, areas, hundred yes. percent. And from time to time, the importance um, shifts from one area into another one. There are more projects being launched in certain areas and certain areas are brought to the forefront by the municipality and the strategic planning of the city than the others. And those are the areas that we uh, tend to capitalize on. Now, would you like to elaborate on what are some of the areas that we are focusing on for the immediate gains and immediate in that sense would be short-term real estate gains, which is three to four Mm. years time. What would be some of those areas that we are focusing on? As I said, the center of the city, the center of the city is and most certainly will become the most um, pricey part of the city by far. All right, let's go down Cameron Dagan's list. In between the old city and the new city where the golden horn is, Mm -hmm. what we call the little Bosphorus. There are a lot of shabby areas there. Why? Because through the urban migration from 60s all the way to mid to late 90s, that area grew like that. But it did not grow in a structured, organized, desirable way. It grew in a very haphazard way. Majority of the properties in that area today 
are not earthquake compliant. Mm -hmm. So number one regeneration zone. Okay. And the fact that there are a lot of warehouses, a lot of factories that have to uproot and leave the city center by law, regeneration is going to be rather rapid in those areas. The faster the regeneration, the faster the price uplift. So that area from an investment viewpoint, in my opinion, now is number one. True. And just to support your argument there, it's not just a regeneration of the residential and the industrial zones alongside the banks mm. of Golden Horn. There is also a revitalization of the entire area by there the is. municipality itself, which would uplift the face of the area. And in one of the previous episodes, we talked about pacemakers. We talked about areas where you would set as, as, as your Jupiter that you would orbit around. Exactly. And as they grow in importance, so are your investments as well. And from that perspective, I regard Halic, Golden Horn, or the Little Bosphorus, as we call it, area, as uh, a very unique opportunity that exists in 2023. What are some of the other areas that you see that are going to reward the investors in the upcoming okay. years? Kyaotane, still. Kyaotane is now almost 50% regenerated. Mm -hmm particularly the Gendry Avenue, the main avenue that cuts all the way to toward Maslak and then and then joins up to the main the, the main um, motorway that goes to the new airport, Istanbul Airport, that avenue is fully regenerated. Right. Looks good, looks, looks pretty, yeah. modern, contemporary. But what happened to the prices? The prices doubled since 2018. Mm -hmm. Doubled. However, you move away from Gendry Avenue toward Levant. You go mm -hmm. up that hill and then you go down the hill, it's Levant, the business right. district. You're looking at a couple of kilometers, not more than that. Yet, the area that is sandwiched in between Gendere, Kyaotane and Levant is still very shabby. Mm -hmm. Is still very chubby because that's the second stage of regeneration. That particular part of Kyaotane, I still say, is as good as the Little Bosphorus because the, the, there are a lot of very old estates and very old, shabby neighborhoods, mm -hmm. almost like ghettos, in that hill, like Gultepe area and a few other areas that, do you know what? I don't even want to drive through. Right. At night. Right. However, I know what's about to happen there. If we have a time machine today and we fast forward, not even 10 years, five years, and I take you to that part, you will not recognize what you will see. 100%. And that's exactly why you invest there today. Let me support you there also. Maybe, um, what, well, I know what you're saying. Uh, maybe for the audience who has been watching us for the first time they wouldn't uh be able to make sense of uh, yeah. the area but i'd like to say this to help your argument there yes the area does look shabby but there are the beginnings already of that yes. urban regeneration of which course. means that you there, can see there are projects that have yeah. been finished and completed and in that there are the ones that are up and coming in fact we do have our own project that is being built since levant is, since there. Levant is there and that's why in that it's particular there. area that's why it's there so we, we have seen the make it's set in motion it's already and, in motion yes and apart from Kyaotane I'd say Fikir Tepe on the Mikobos Asian side well, yeah. is still up there because Fikir Tepe is very, very central on the Anatolian Asian side of Istanbul. It's right next to Kadikoy. In fact, it's 
almost part of Kadıköy, but it is also next to Istanbul Finance Center, mm-hmm. which is about to become the next big thing in Istanbul. Right. Already is becoming. Um, so that particular area has a lot of growth potential still, and there is still a lot of regeneration to happen. So that is an area I am I a big look fan at. of Fikirtepe. I, yeah. I love the area. Um, one of the reasons why I love the area is because it is there is an unprecedented urban regeneration effort that is being going on there that has been supported by the government themselves by yes. the biggest developers of the entire country it's not just knocking down old buildings and building them up exactly. like the one in the little bosphorus yeah, exactly. or in, in katane you're talking about new roads new bridges new highways new schools new green areas parks it's a total regeneration let me see where else i would i would go um you were talking about bus and express media highway oh i know you, you like bus and express. Yeah. i know you like bus and express. right you won't lose i agree with you right. look um I, t- I tell you why i don't personally i don't necessarily see bus and express as doing that because right next to bus and express and in fact part of bus and express media highway is bajalar uh-huh bajalar is a massive municipality right however How do you regenerate Bajala? How long will it take to regenerate Bajala? Because Bajala, unlike the main avenue of Aston Express, which was all depots, warehouses, factories, bang, easy to regenerate. Bajala is all thousands, if not millions of single dwellings. Mm. So how do you go about regenerating negotiating with hundreds or thousands of people getting all that they're buying agreeing what you're going to take what you're going to give it's a nightmare so modular area in my opinion which requires regeneration massively mm-hmm. because majority of the stock in bajula is non earthquake compliant how do you pass such massive scale regeneration through an area like bajula when you're dealing with hundreds or thousands of keyholders it will take ages unless the government comes up with a new regulation ah. to push them out and that regulation isn't there yet ah. so we need to keep a very very solid eye on what is going on with urban regeneration if next month six months down the line parliament comes up with a new law to make urban regeneration almost an obligation rather than a must have rather than a good to have then oh my god bajular never mind media highway bajular itself will become the foremost investment zone of istanbul i agree bajular. with you there. great points that regulation is there already yet there isn't enough money for that huh The requirement okay. is about 100B. They were able to secure about 50 and there's another 50 that they're trying to secure because you need money more than the regulations for this. Anyway, so that's that. So now that's 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 the first concept which for the past five years, you know, I've pretty much championed this concept. Mm-hmm. And I have not yet found any other concept in Istanbul, at least, to replace urban regeneration city center what i call affordable luxury right affordable luxury city center mainly urban regeneration zones for me that's still number one for investment yeah anyway um this this has been a good episode areas uh to look out for to invest we were, we were supposed to 
because yesterday at our portfolio meeting, we identified, well, four or five, four, I think. Four, yeah. Four main categories, which we then wrote into concepts. Right. Okay. But we started with the first one, city center, affordable luxury city center, urban regeneration. We couldn't move to the second, third or fourth. Yeah. <laughs> we got stuck on the first one. Yeah. So it appears that um, each one of those categories will have to have an episode of their own. Music to my ears. Oh my God. Yeah, of course it is. Is this yeah. because yeah. we just cannot stop talking? In other words, we just cannot be sharp, short to the point? Right. Or is it because these subjects themselves warrant more expansion and detailed investigation? You have two options. You can either come in front of the camera and say, Guys, invest in a little Bosphorus, Kyatane, Fikirtepe, oh, thank you, and go. Or, nice country, why don't you buy? Nice country, <laughs> nice project, why don't you buy? You, you need to do this, okay? Or you just give the care and attention that the subject in the area requires. I like that. Right? I like care and attention. Which is which is what we have done. Uh, Cameron Negan, is there any other area that you would like to add briefly within the zone? I'd say, uh, le let me put on this Go one. On, I would say Shishli and Beshiktash areas. Oh, very hard to find anything. I know, but remember, if or when are... we, true, if or when we find them, or rather, better still, now, I, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but if we create them, those opportunities ourselves within these locations, those are the things that will yield ah. highly in, in Besiktas and Shishli. I hear there's, there's what you're getting at. Yeah, there's, there's something Aladdin coming. Aladdin is about yeah. to... Don't spoil it. Let the rabbits out don't, of the hat. However, <laughs> we've been working not, on it for a while it now because yes. we haven't yet put the final yes. signature on that rabbit. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's put the signature, yeah. then we let it out of yes. the hat. <laughs> let's oh. not speak too soon. Yeah. But you know, he's right. In fact, Besiktas and Shishli, although they're the most central parts of European Central of Istanbul, right. and generally finding um, good investment catches are not so easy in the modern contemporary residential segment, which right. is the only segment really we recommend these days. Um, but, you know, there are a few gems. Generally, those gems are the smaller, more boutique projects. Right. Um, I mean, look at Dikilitash. Oh, my God. You know, we, oh with, with the first two phases of roof, <laughs> you know, we, we, we did extremely well. Yeah. We were selling those units... Back in 2020, when COVID first hit, we were selling those units in Besiktas for a two-bedroom apartment, something like $270,000. Today, we're selling the same apartments for our clients for five hundred to $600,000. It's, it's pretty hard to sell it at this level now, at this price yeah. level. Well, we sold yeah. a few of them. When I say we're selling it, we sell about 20, 30 a month. Yes. When I say we don't sell it, it's like two, three a month, you know, a few of them. But yeah. the thing, the thing yeah. is, what really had excited us there is that where, where, where those two small boutique buildings, I think each one had 40 units in them, where they were located, full Bosphorus view, Right in front of it, you had a valley and with tennis courts and a park. And the other side of the valley, you could literally throw a stone, was Nishantashikoru. Oh, yes. Nishantashikoru, a, a massive development project, residential project. Um, I think prices currently there are seven, if not $8,000 per square meter. It's ridiculous and prices. Two bedroom apartments would sell us 6 million euros yeah. or something. And the thing, yeah. Aladdin, is. They, 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 put a, they put a pool on the 
balcony on the terraces. Yeah. Of a beautiful, yeah. contemporary, amazing, amazing. quality. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, what we sold at one fifth of the price had the same view, the same size, same and location. You could throw a stone from our balcony to Nishanta Shikoru. I've, so. I've done it. The stone couldn't reach, but I, <laughs> <laughs> doable. That's all I'm saying. Doable. doable. Uh, so yeah, if anyway, you can find yeah. these gems, yeah. Those projects were yeah. so good that uh, the opportunity identification skills of ours uh, are, are failing us now that we cannot identify these opportunities there. We're slowly diverting into opportunity creation in those areas. And hopefully in the next few months, we might bring in some good and amazing news to our very own clients. Yeah. We're working on it. Cameron Dagan, lovely episode. Thank you very much for the Thanks advice. Thanks a lot. Guys, thank you very much for watching. With this WhatsApp number, you can reach out to us and see you in the next episode. See you.